0: I hate to bang on about the Oranga Tamariki baby uplift story once again. This will be the third time I've talked about it in a week, but every day I am reminded how one-sided this whole debate is. By allowing Melanie Reid into the hospital room to film the attempted uplift from Hastings Hospital, the family lifted the secrecy on actions that happen five times every week, Māori and non-Māori. Three Māori babies uplifted every week. Two non-Māori babies uplifted every week. Five times this happens every week. And we've seen one video of it. And understandably, it's unsettling and shocking and difficult. But, you know, face it. It's the reality in this country whose child abuse statistics are amongst the worst in the world. So in that regard, the video did a very good job of reminding us of this dishonour that this society has. But look, I said it at the time, it did a terrible job of addressing all the issues around this uplift, and it's done a real dishonour to Oranga Tamariki. Last week I said, we need to see Oranga Tamariki's side of the story before we could comment. Knowing that the child agency, though, is constrained from telling their story due to privacy law and concerns, but, you know, despite that, that hasn't stopped Māori elders and social workers and activists commenting and having a good crack at Oranga Tamariki, even though Oranga Tamariki is powerless to respond publicly. I saw a family lawyer has written an opinion piece this week that talks about the agency's side of the story in general terms. Uh, she reminds us in this piece that the decision to uplift is never made by one person acting alone or without professional consultation. It's never made without genuine care and protection concerns and the law. Children must first come to the attention of Oranga Tamariki via a report of concern. So there's got to be some whistleblowing. So obviously that had happened in Hastings. Schools or doctors or people within the community making these reports. Then social workers are tasked with investigating. Then an attempt is made to engage with the family. But if the family refuses to engage and the concerns are substantiated, little choice is left for Oranga Tamariki but to go in there and take the baby. In serious cases, a without notice application is made to the family court. It's believed that this was the case in Hastings. This is uh, for a decision on an uplift before the parents have the chance to be heard by a judge. An order without notice, though, has to reach an extremely high threshold within the agency. So many things have to happen before that point. I think it was good that we were reminded how much Oranga Tamariki did in that case that we didn't see in that 43-minute video. Oranga Tamariki don't just walk into hospitals and take babies just because they're Māori, which is basically what is being insinuated by activists. So I was looking today at the aims of the review of this case. The review is being done by a representative from Oranga Tamariki and the local iwi. Firstly, this is interesting, it's been done on whānau time. In other words, the family and the iwi will decide the pace of the review. Gosh, this family and this iwi seems to be given a lot of sway in this. And of course, the longer it takes, the longer Oranga Tamariki's name is besmirched. Meanwhile, the three objectives of the review are to understand what occurred from the perspective of the mum, the dad, the whānau, Oranga Tamariki staff, iwi and other professionals. Uh, two, to identify what can be learnt from a local and national perspective, and three, to strengthen local relationships and ways of working together. Now, here is the kicker, though. The decision about whether to make the findings public will be made after consultation with the family and the iwi.